Hey, welcome to the show. This is Hip Hop Numbers. Proudly independent, as always, as is my guest this week. So, another story about the beauty of independence. I'm really excited, man, because, you know, you and I have been chatting for a while and, uh, you know, you've been super excited to get your poetry out there and it's getting seen by such a big audience right now. How does it feel to start building up this buzz and this this fan base that you've got at the moment? Um, It feels great. Like, it feels like it's crazy. I never thought it would really reach these numbers or anything. I mean, when I started, I never did it for the validation or numbers or anything. I did it because... I thought it was just really cool to like write poetry and everything, and then like one day, um, this artist named Red Veil told me I should post these somewhere, so I started posting them, and like people just really got key to it and all that, and I'm just blessed and thankful that people really love my poetry. It's like, it's so it's so dope to um see it, like it's crazy. Is it is it hard to put yourself out there publicly with your poetry? Like, does it does it scare you a little bit, or does it just come naturally? Um, I'm gonna say when I first started, it kind of scared me. Because, you know, everybody has opinions and all that. But the more you go, the more and more you go. It's like, it doesn't matter what they think. It matters what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be yourself. Like, at the end of the day, everybody has an opinion. Art is subjective, but being yourself, people can always tell when you're being true. You know, you and I have been speaking for a while, and you've been talking about, you know, getting your poetry out there. But you've also released a couple of, a couple of songs. Like, would you consider yourself more of a poet or a, a musician at this point? Um, I would consider myself more of a poet. I mean, I enjoy making music, and it's really dope, too. Right now, I'm really figuring out how I can really um do both currently because I'm new to the music. Even though people are liking what they heard, I feel like there's still room for improvement, which there's always room for improvement no matter how big you get. But I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm at a really good spot of where I'm starting and all that. I'm finding out who I am. I'm finding out my poetry, who I am. I started that way before. Like, I started really writing poems, like, probably June 2020. Like, I always did it, but, like, taking, like, let's write it. So, like, yeah, June 2020. So, with, like, the music and all that, yeah, it comes with it. So, it's just, like, I approach it differently. It's, like, it's, like, writing poetry, but more with more punchlines, make sure the um, flow's smooth and all that, and in great delivery. Do you think that music's a little bit harder to pursue? Like, does it take a little bit more time and energy to create these songs, and, and that's why it's a bit easier to put the poetry out there? Um, I say when it comes to that, like to me, I write I write poems. I'm more of a poet, right? As of right now, so I was, I would agree, yeah. But it's also like with music, it's just a feeling. Like if you feel a beat and you have it to your head, you can write anything down. As soon as you have the melody, the flow, the delivery, just just let that pen work, and it's gonna do some good things for you. Well, a lot of your poems just have that flow, eh? They have that melody already, even if you haven't put them on on wax yet. So it made sense to me when I heard. Uh, you know your songs and then I was like okay this makes sense because the the poems like when you were doing the acapella ones it just it had a rhythm to it already you know yeah it was it was crazy to see it because at first I was when I first started like making music it was probably like I would think around really going to it like my friends would tell me to make music because I wrote good poetry probably really around like probably July August when I like made my first track but all this stuff is like really my first stuff the stuff was just like baby steps but this is like my first stuff like okay like i'm gonna do this like this is my first stuff 
Well, let's talk about some other stuff. For if you're comfortable with these questions, you don't have to answer any of these questions. By the way, if you don't want to answer a question, you just let me know, and I'll uh, I'll edit it yes, out. Sir. But uh, how old are you, and where are you from? Um, I'm from Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm 20. How did you first start getting into uh, writing poetry? Like, when did this start for you? Has this always been something you've done? Um, I've always like like poems and all that. I've always liked music. I've always done like on papers and all that but I never really did it because in high school and like growing up I was like I was an athlete I played mainly football and all that so I never really did music or none of that like we played around with it as kids of course you know that meme stuff some one of your homies got a mic or something you just do some meme stuff like we played around with it and all that but I never really rapped until like now wrote poetry until now so what's happening with the sport are you still playing oh no I don't play anymore um I was in college for a year, but then I took a gap year because of COVID, but I'm going back to UNC Charlotte um, fall 2021. Okay, you on campus? Oh, no, I'm not on campus. I'm at home right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. What are you studying, can I ask? Um, finance. Oh, nice, man. I got a, uh, I got a commerce degree. How are, you, how are you finding that? Um, I think it's really cool doing it. Like, before this year, I was really full-fledged into it, going into college and all that. Then I took a stop because my parents just thought it was smarter to, like, stop for a year because of COVID and all that. And then, like, I can't honestly wait to get back, though, because everything's already set up fall. I'm going to be back on campus doing what I love and also continue this poetry and music, of course. Let's talk about the poetry because you just put out all caps. You know, obviously, it's inspired by the Mad Villainy, the legendary Mad Villainy album, which is, to me, one of the greatest pieces of hip-hop ever made. Uh, how did you first hear that album? When did you first hear it? Um, I first heard Doom when I was a kid, cause my dad he's from New Jersey, so he plays a lot of um, like East Coast um, type music and all that, like Biggie, even like Tupac and all that. Um, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, so he played a lot of that. Like he he wasn't really big into Doom, but he's played a couple of Doom songs. Like over this, like I say, like the last year or two, I really got into Doom. People like Doom and Earl. The past like two years really started listening to them because always my favorite rap has been kendrick so poem the poem is beautiful all caps is beautiful but it's very hard to read because it's you know it's so true and it's full of the horrible facts of what's happening in america and around the world right now and you begin you begin by giving like a history and kind of like listing like the crack cocaine era project slavery and the whole thing just really jumps off the page it's, it's hard to read. Was it hard to write? Honestly, I was just talking about my life, things I've seen, things my dad's also talking about, what I've learned, and I just put it in a pot and I just let it go out to the pen and paper when I'm thinking of writing these poems because I, I love writing poems that have something to do with the art, and you know what I mean? So it's just more than just like more than words. It's like I try to paint a picture, which I'm getting better and better every time because it's all about the reps. And I'm really satisfied with it. Like, it can be hard sometimes. It's like, dang. But I feel like the more people read this stuff, the more, like, they feel know about this stuff, the more educated they are about this stuff so we can really stop this. You know what I mean? But that's the thing, man. That's what I love about your poetry. Like, you describe a situation with such vivid detail. But at the same time, you're putting a lot of emotion in it. And the reader, you know, they have to feel what you're feeling. Or that, you know, we can't feel exactly what you're feeling when you write it, but you can feel the energy and the emotion of the words. Like, is that a conscious thing? Or, you know, does it take a long time for you to write a poem? Or does it kind of just flow out of you? Sometimes I can compare poetry to music. 
Sometimes it might take like 30 minutes to write a poem, maybe even 10. Or sometimes it might take about two, three days to write a poem. It just really depends how my mind's working that day or like how it's working with that certain um album I'm writing about or whatever and try to execute it because execution is everything to me. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And that's the that's the important part of this art, this kind of art. Like it teaches people, you know, it teaches people like me, for example, who don't live in these circumstances. It gives people like me the knowledge that I can become outraged. And, you know, but it's also giving me the, the understanding to be upset and to be sad. And, and that's a really rare quality because, you know, I have to congratulate you on that because that's a hard Thank thing you. to do. Thank to, you. to put that kind of feeling and that emotion into a poem and, and have that, you know, the, when I posted the statistics about it, and I'll talk about it in a quick second, but, you know, people were reading this poem from on Hip Hop Numbers and they're just like, this is incredible. This is amazing. And these are people that, you know, they don't know you personally. They don't know what you're going through, but they connected to the message. And I think that that's a really, really rare quality. That's a great quality that you have, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. You don't know how much that means to me. You know, just, it's just crazy. Just um, having people just hit me up, you no, know, like, I don't want to say random because as soon as you hit me up to me, you come family because you didn't have to read my art, but you gave my art a chance. And that's so like crazy to me because I'm just a normal guy. I'm I'm normal as it gets like I'm no more special than you or anybody else in this world. I'm I'm a normal dude. And for just people to just say what you're doing is dope. I love what you do. That means the world to me. That's so dope. Like I love um, getting those reactions. And I even love um, if people have criticism because that's what really makes you get better. That's part of the job, too. Yeah, that's very mature, man. That's very mature. That's one of the hardest things for people to deal with is is the criticism and, and you handle it okay. Like I struggle with it personally sometimes, but you're exactly right. I mean, that's how you get better. Just with all caps, you know, you managed to, to, to put every single song title from Mad Villainy into the poem without it being forced at all. You know, I was actually reading the poem at first and i was like oh i wonder you know i wonder if you're gonna put like song lyrics in it or anything like that and i'm reading through it i'm like hang on a sec i got like halfway through i'm like i reckon there's some song titles in here but i never felt forced at any stage is that hard to do to actually weave those song titles in or is that quite simple for you well what i do while i'm writing the poem or when i'm brainstorming i play the poem um to my head you know so i'll start from i can i'll start from the first song to the last um, shuffle or whatever, just play my favorite song, play a song I least play, just because you don't know what vibrations you'll get from that song, and just listen to it, bob your head, you know what I mean, then create the art, you know, because Doom was a was a fantastic rapper, R.P. the legend, you know, he was fantastic, so, it, you know, having him and just having his presence, his ghost, like, feeling, um, while I'm writing these, um, poems, it, it just felt great, like, it just felt like, all caps, like, if Doom was trying to explain a situation, how would he explain it? And I try to execute it like that with my own twist, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like, you know, and rest in peace to Doom. Unbelievable artist, man. The The lyrical ability of that man uh, was just incredible. I want to go back in time a little bit because you've got a lot of work up on your socials and I want to just shine a bit of light on it. Uh, Trump City, Brianna, you did this as, a, this as a spoken word. Would you consider doing more performance uh with regards to spoken word would that be something that you're looking into oh definitely definitely um i'm definitely gonna do more spoken words you know it's just honestly just how i feel um this is the right message is the right way to um to push it you know what i mean because i know 
that people love reading poetry and all that, but they really also like the spoken word. And I haven't done that in a couple months now. And I've, it's been about six months since I did that spoken word. So I know that people like, okay, I love to have another spoken word, which I have no problem to it. Poetry to me is poetry. If you read it, write it, it's poetry to me. You know what I mean? So I have no problem with doing a spoken word. I'll be more than glad to. I've definitely thought about it too also. Well, I think with this one in particular, and I want to get your perspective on this because it was it was passionate and it was empowering and it was really, really, it was a powerful thing to watch. And obviously what's happened with Breonna Taylor is just fucking disgusting. Like it's absolutely abhorrent. And what's happening in America right now is absolutely abhorrent. And I can't even imagine what it's been like over there, you know, living, living in Australia and Sydney. I'm so far removed from it, but I keep seeing it. And it's just like, it's genuinely devastating to watch what's happening. You know, the fact that people that are meant to protect have been murdering and getting away with it is just despicable. You know, what's been your perspective on this whole thing, your experience on this whole thing? Obviously, uh, there was the the verdict yesterday, I think it was. You know, what are your thoughts on this? And, and what do you see are the first steps towards an actual solution? And is that even possible? Well, my thoughts on the Breonna Taylor situation, I thought it was ridiculous. When I heard about it, I really wanted, I really inside wanted to cry. Like, it made me super upset. George Floyd incident, all these incidents made me super upset to see innocent people taken out the way they are. And one thing I hate, I hate when people try to bring up their past and what they did. None of that matters. That man had his knee on George's neck for over nine minutes, and that was pure disgusting. And he got what he deserved yesterday, and I hope he never sees the day of light again people bring that shit up just to just to discredit or it's just it's it's genuinely despicable especially what happened with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd everyone everyone there's been a ridiculous amount of this shit going on and it made me understand a little bit more about like just how how awful it is going it is over there because you know sometimes and I think the media try and whitewash it they try and you know as you say they try and say well he had this in his system or you know this was going on etc etc like none of that shit matters at all like people have lost their lives people have been murdered by the people that were there to protect them and it's just it's despicable man it's it's fucking despicable it's, it's awful it's, it's it's really awful you know things got to be rebuilt. Because the system was built this way, you know what I mean? Things got to be built. We, we had to take a long look in the mirror. Yesterday was great, but we still have a long way to go. Very long way to go. Very. I agree. I agree. Let's talk about the, the Me Against the World poem I really enjoyed. Was it Park's emotion and passion that inspired you? Or did you, you know, write the poem and then think of Tupac? It, with these With these themed poems, is it... Is it that you write the poem and think, oh, this kind of sounds like Me Against the World? Or have you been listening to Me Against the World and like, actually, I'm inspired to write now? Well, with Tupac, just like Kendrick, Kendrick and Tupac, the ones that really inspired me to write poetry. Because really, their rap music is poetry. It has the soul like no one else else's music ever has. So those two are huge inspirations for me. And with Tupac, like, he made you feel like nobody else ever. When people call him the greatest, that's why they call him the greatest. His delivery, his character, nobody has ever topped that or come close to that yet. It's just that he was just he was just more than a rapper. He was a he was an icon, he was a figure, he was everything. You know what I mean? And I love like me, I listen to new music, I listen to old music, I listen to music from a couple years ago. I I just love music, you know what I mean? So I'll listen to an album. I mean like I'm really digging this album. Sometimes I'll be like, Oh, let me write a poem to this album and other times I'll be like 
I should write a poem to this album, even though I'm not listening to it, because I really enjoyed that album when I listened to it the past way. But when I wrote that Pac album, I was I was really heavy on it. Like I was really heavy on that poem, and I was just one day telling, and I was just like, let's write a poem to this. And like I was really, cause that's my favorite Tupac album out of all of them. I think he has tremendous work, but that's my favorite one by far. Um, so I did that poem. The while I was writing it, it was just like it just came to my head. It's just the passion, everything, the theme, everything. It just came to my head. It was like. Attack this the way Tupac would attack with his passion. You know what I mean? If you're going to do something that re- represents his work, do what he represents it. Bring passion. Bring facts. B- make people feel it. Well, that's the thing about Tupac, and that's why I'm not always... Uh, I don't understand the criticism of him. Like, people say he's not top five. I don't really understand it because the way that you said that poem, it, it made me feel like it wasn't just coming from you and your experience, but it, it felt like you've written it as him, exactly as you say. And when you listen to Tupac at the end of Mortal Man, for example, that energy, that passion, that power, that fire that he had, that was in every single song. That was in every single song he ever put out. Like, you know, he would he would record like five, six songs a day and just like stack them up. And then that's why there's so much music released posthumously because he would just put out so much music but yeah man, I, I agree with you man me against the world i think that that's his best body of work and yeah this poem really made me think that you were writing it almost from his perspective is that something that you were trying to do or is that something that just came out naturally i want to say both like from his perspective also because it's his album his work but also i wanted to put my words into it my um situation and what i've seen and everything and what i've heard what i've seen and just put it in the pot and cook it all together and come with a with a really good poem in my opinion of course and um give it to the world is that something that's hard to do as a poet to kind of separate yourself or to speak on situations that you might not have actual lived experience in but you're seeing around you how do you work that out like how do you sit down and say okay maybe i'm not experiencing this right now but i want to speak on it or does it just like it doesn't even matter like it just comes naturally to you to just speak about whatever you're feeling about that day well what i say when it comes to stuff i've been about that i write about that i've been through i always get now i really think how did this make me feel what was going on try to um write imagery with it and everything describe how i felt what went on everything the whole enchilada with the stuff i haven't been through see what how those people felt analyze and see how their face look analyze and see the whole setting and how everything was it's all about analyzing everything that was going on you know, with these poems, like, I say all caps, um, me against the world, I've been through a pretty, pretty amount, amount of them, um, living in America and in um, situations I used to live in, and, like, with the Breonna Taylor one, of course, I, I haven't been through that, because I'm still here, thankfully, um, but I just heard, I just heard the story, it broke my heart, it was like, that is the it just really disheartens me to see these things going on even yesterday that girl in ohio yeah so that you know yeah it it really breaks my heart that as soon as the verdict came out another situation happened where a cop misusing misusing his force yeah man i mean it's it's just i, I was uh my mind was boggled when that happened I, I couldn't believe it you know i couldn't believe it that it said yesterday it's like yeah this is a victory but it's not even it's not even the minimum required. The minimum required would be that this didn't happen in the first place. So we're not even at the minimum requirement right now. We're just getting justice for something that should always have had justice. Like that should always been have been the verdict. And 
I think when I listen to your poems and, and read them, it's, it is that emotion that comes through. It's the feeling that you're putting into it. I think it's that dual like category of you're describing something in vivid detail, whatever it is you're describing, but you're giving us the emotion behind it as well. That's powerful, man. That's that's really powerful. Do you think that like, is that a really hard thing to do? Do you have to be like, okay, now, as you said, you have to analyze, but do you have to sit down? And if, if you write a poem, for example, and, and you don't feel like it's getting that emotion across, do you go back and rewrite it? Or is it just such a natural thing that it just kind of flows out of you? Um, what I say is with these poems, even with the music I do, take baby steps. You know, everybody wants, they want it fast like that, yeah. but it don't work like that. If you want great material you got to take great small steps to make it a great material you know so it might not be done um the first day it might not even be done the first three months but as soon as it is done it's the best it's the best possible best possible um best possible solution um outcome you could have possibly got out of it you know because you took your time you really judged it you know you let your brain sit and think about it that's what is really thought when it comes down to it let your brain think and sit about this like analyze everything i know i've said analyze a lot but that's really what it comes down to analyze and being honest with yourself you know even being self-critical you know what i mean do you think hip-hop is struggling in that sense at the moment do you think people are, are expecting things to come out too quickly like you know an example would be tde and kendrick being four years people are quite critical of that do you think that people just need a bit more patience um well with that situation you know everybody loves kendrick that's a part of reason he's He's the face of this generation when it comes to hip-hop. He's number one. He's He's been the voice to all these things. So, of course, people want to hear the, the biggest rapper. You know, anytime Kendra pops out, he's on everything. He's won every award, doing everything. You know what I mean? So everybody wants to see him because we're dying for new music. But the beauty about Kendrick is his longevity. You can play To Pimp a Butterfly 20 years from now and it wouldn't get old you can play good kid mad city 20 years from now it wouldn't get old you can play damn 20 years from now and it wouldn't get old it's just the longevity effect kendrick has and that's what he puts in his music that's why i know when he drops he's gonna drop something that's tremendous i think it's really interesting chatting to you about this because the other interviews i've done thus far have talked about constantly dropping product to stay relevant you know constantly ensuring that they're always putting out either new music weekly new ep every two weeks something like that and i think there's a lot of pressure on artists at the moment to just continually drop and i think social media is really ramping that pressure up what do you think about that and do you think that if you were to start getting more traction with your music and and actually turning it into a career would that be a really hard thing to avoid doing well i think my come up and my building was my poem so I'm going to do more music, definitely. That's, that's not a question. I'm definitely going to. You know, I'm going to have a track out pretty soon, you know. um. So what, But what blessed me doing these poems and all that is that I can drop a poem every week, you know. Every week I can drop a track every month or two or two tracks every month, you know. And I, and I can still stay relevant because that's how I came up, by my poetry, you know. The people that listen to my music right now, they, the majority other than the new new people that came, and I'm thankful that they came so much, um, they came for my poetry. Mm-hmm. So it's really a blessing in disguise, you know what I mean? So the people that stood behind my poetry, they stand behind my music too. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Let's jump into the music a little bit. We've obviously got two tracks out on Spotify, Life is Death and Drinks. Uh, who produced those two songs? Um, my boy Jack, he's amazing. Um, He's from Cali, um really dope guy he's um 
he goes crazy. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. He goes crazy. Like, dude, dude's tremendous. He, he's crazy. Like, he's dope. You know, I love Jack. That's my brother to me. He, like, just meeting him, he's taught me so much. Like, I've learned so much from him and just like our talks and all that. With seeing us both grow as young men, my poetry, lyrics, his music, all that, it's just crazy. It's like, to see is like, I got a brother I've never met that's in California. Like, to me, he's family to me. Like, a, a lot of these people I meet on, on on Twitter, Instagram, internet, they're family to me because they really stood behind me. They really um pushed me to be what I am. And I know some people on the internet, they don't have that at home, which I'm thankful. I have, like, my people, they tell me, do what you love, and they'll never, like, shoot me down and also be around the right people also. But it's just dope to see see people on the internet, people, mad strangers, give just as much as love or even more love than people I know in real life. Yeah, I mean, that network that you have on the internet is just a lot of the time it's underrated and people don't really recognize the importance and the value of it. Is that where you've found most of your collaborative stuff? Is that where you found most of... Because you, you have done a couple of collaborative poems. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the artwork that was collaborated. Like, what was what was that process with the, the collaboration on the poems? Um, what, um, collaborations? Was there one that I might be completely off here? I might be completely off. It might have been the J. Cole one. It might have been the artwork. Oh that yeah. Was. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Um, my boy, my boy James. It was um a two. It was the um me against the world one. That's what it was. Um. So basically, he did the analyzation of the whole album and everything that was going on in his life while he wrote those tracks and like his history from that, like from when he got shot in Quad Studios to. to until like the out day until the album drop and I did the poem describing all that. Um is his name's like Fall Off Twenty Twenty. He's not he isn't really on um Twitter right now because of school and all that, but shout out James, he's that guy. Yeah, that was interesting. The whole quad studios. I didn't know about the quad studios thing until years later and then to find out I guess the, the the paranoia he had after that, which is totally understandable. I mean, you come to New York and you come to record with someone, and then you get shot in the studio. Like, so 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 this person that you were collaborating with did the research on regards to and analyze the album, and then you you wrote to that. Um. Well, what we did is that he did his part, um, and I did my part. Of course, we spoke to each other because we do we making art together. So you know, the whole time, um, yeah. what you doing? Let me see a little bit. What you doing? What day should we drop it? You know. And it was, it was probably one of the most funnest things I've done. My favorite poems is probably Cole, Pac, Revel, um, Lupe, yeah, and Breonna Taylor. Those are probably my favorite ones right now that I've done. And I have more in store because I'm really going to try to ramping up my poetry. Like, I know I'm getting into this music, but poetry, that's 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 where my heart is too. Music is too. Oh, you collaborate with Revel. That's cool. Yeah, I wrote a um poem. I wrote a poem to his um Niagara album. That album was dope. It was dope. Yeah, that's an amazing album. I really would like to interview Revel because I think that that album was just yeah, that was amazing for someone so young too to put out something like that was uh was just incredible. Yeah, definitely. Like he's he's inspired all of us. You know what I mean? He's a he's a huge inspiration. You know. So if we talk about the music a little bit, who inspires you and influences you as a rapper, and who are you listening to at the moment? Well, I say as of right now, I say definitely Kendrick, Earl, Freddie Gibbs, um, Cole, and I've been listening to a lot of um Kenny Mason right now. Yeah, man, the new one, the 
supercut that came out last week is incredible he's starting to he's starting to get some real traction and it's really amazing just the way that he can switch from just like you know he'll be doing like this really monotone delivery kind of like earl or kind of like mf doom but then he'll switch into something like really melodic uh he'll change his cadence he'll change his vocals up really well he's just really talented and it's exciting i really hope that he continues to go so yeah man i've been listening to that a lot too i want to talk about Life is Death and Drinks a little bit. So Life is Death is a very, very deep song with five themes running concurrently. I just want to give some stats. So 62.5% mental health, 60% about death, 48.8% frustration, anger, 31.3% storytelling, 13.8% religion. Um, They're really powerful songs and they actually both resonate with me really heavily. Drinks especially as someone who has struggled with their own mental health and alcoholism and who works really hard to stay sober that that really hit me what's been your experience with regards to these these poems originally and then these songs were you speaking on your own experience or is these things you've seen around you um i was speaking on my own experience and also my loved ones in my community you know um death and um alcoholism is something that really affects um the community heavily so it's important to talk about these things even sometimes we might not want to listen or like hear about them it's really important to talk about them because this is something that's affecting families worldwide so when i wrote life is death it was just like i felt to the beat it just came to me it was like jumping out the minivan with bloody chucks and just the rest just came with me then the hook was it just the hook just spoke itself some that's the beauty of music sometimes it just speaks to you yourself you know and it's crazy it's just like poems well that's the and that's the valuable thing eh? like i think that the kind of artistry that really changes the world and really shifts opinion and really is timeless, as you said earlier, is the ones that are uh, brutally honest and brutally truthful and brutally raw. And there's a lot of brutality with regards to the rawness and the emotion in these. Like, they're, they're painful things that you're talking on. Do you ever worry about putting that kind of stuff out there? Does it ever feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't speak on this? Or is it just like you have to because that's what you've seen and that's what you've experienced? One thing about me is I always want to be authentic 100%. When I do a song, when I write something, it's just something that, I, that I've been through, something that I've seen. I just always want to be authentic. Even if it might not resonate with the listeners, they can, re- they can definitely respect where it's going from. You know what I mean? So even with two songs in, a lot of people are like, yo, this crazy. Just what you're speaking on is even crazy. Even people hit me up like, this isn't my type of music, but what you're talking about is insane. It's really good. Do you feel pressure then from this? Like, is this, you know, because obviously you've only put two tracks out and they've both been received very, very well. Is there pressure then on the next one or, or not really? There's no pressure because you know what I did with the first two? I was myself. As long as I stay myself and keep on trying to climb the mountaintop, I'll be fine. Overthinking overthinking is our biggest hero, but also our biggest villain. Because overthinking, that's what pushes us. That's what wants us to be great. But overthinking, we can downgrade ourselves and downvalue ourselves. So overthinking is the biggest hero and the biggest villain at the same time. No, I agree entirely, man. As someone who suffers from overthinking, you, you're a thousand percent right. You've like, you've got this knowledge, man. You've got this wisdom. You've got this, I don't know. Like you're only 20, but the way you speak, you're clearly... You feel very mature and very uh, aware of your surroundings. Would you ever like write a book or is there any kind of like idea of putting together a a genuine body of work? Like I know you're dropping these poems at the moment and and this is where your love is. 
but you know you could you could drop a book of poetry or something like that it just feels like you have a good grasp on what's going on around you at the moment yeah definitely you know i'm definitely planning working on a full body of music but also i'm definitely working on putting these poems together and trying to make a book out of it too um first you you the first one to know about this by the way i'm just really trying to get this um through like you know, because these these are really good poems, you know, just go back into them, make sure it's all grammar free and just try to make try to make something that's great. You know what I mean? Do something that like helps you and helps others, too, because that's what it is. The greatest gift in the world is helping others. Whatever you can do to help people, help them. That's man. I That actually is that's powerful. Like Honestly, and I want to say this to you and I want to make sure that you understand this. And I, I'm sure you do already. But like. This helps. Your poems help. Your music helps. Even if it helps one person. And this is kind of the thought that I've always had with regards to helping just people in general and, and telling your story. Even if it only helps one person, that's a that's an entire life. That's a whole life. Like you can't even quantify that. You know, it's worth it. And so I just want to say, like, I'm really thankful for you doing this stuff. I'm really thankful for you putting yourself out there. And I'm thankful for you constantly reminding me about your work because you know it took me not a while like I, I was listening to your, your reading your poems early but like you kept going you kept saying you kept checking in and we became friends through this like you know we talk all the time and I'm really appreciative of that because it's now given me an opportunity to use and this is exactly why I have hip-hop numbers you know I want to show the world important, valuable things like this. And I'm really glad that we get the opportunity to do that. But I just want to thank you firstly for making this kind of content, but like believing in it yourself and pushing it because it's very, very valuable work and it's going to change lives, man. I, I truly believe that it's going to help people. It's going to it's going to teach people. So yeah, I hope that you realize that. I really hope you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's just crazy. Like, I've met so many great people on, on the internet through Twitter and all that. Like, I've met tremendous people. I've met a lot of people. I asked a lot of people in Ohio. Like, that's a hot spot. Like, yeah, a lot of, like, it's all around for me. But it's like, I met, for some reason, it's like everybody from Ohio. A lot of people from Ohio. It's all around, but it's like, I love it. Like, the like one like I have a group that they've, they've embraced me since day one since I came. Um, um, My homie, um, Nash Monroe. I met him on Instagram. I saw his um podcast he was doing. I was like, it's cool, it's cool. He was in my um recommended. So I just like hit him up one day, it's cool. And ever since then, that's been my bro. Like he's family to me, definitely. Um and he introduced me to so many other people that's his friends also and they're so great. They're so talented. They're talented artists, they're great people and they really care about their community. And it puts a smile on my face seeing um a community of people like that, that we still have communities that care about one of each other because Usually around here, what I see is everybody dragging people down and all that. It was really yeah. refreshing seeing them do that, and like I, I internally owe them for that. Like I saw another part of the world when I when I met them. You know, I owe Nash, I owe Zach, I owe Dom, I owe Val, I owe Colin, I owe all them guys. Like it just meant a lot to see another part of the world. Like it was it was just crazy, you know, to see them for them to actually talk to me and them to actually like give my art a chance, you know, and them to like. You should really do this too, cause it was my friends here too. Cause you know I got them, them the homies. Huh? You know we grew up together. You know what I mean. But also yeah. with them, it's just crazy. Like they're embracing basically a stranger, like it's their own family member. You know what I mean. So like yeah. 
I'll, I'll hit the boys Wyatt, Cannon, Bryce, um, Zen, Sizzles up, and they're just really, like, super cool, and, like, they've always supported me. Yeah, they're, they're super dope, and I love them, like, like, definitely. Like, this is the first podcast I've, like, ever done, and I just want to tell them, guys, I'm really thankful for them. Like, they, they're, the, they're the main ones really pushing me, my environment and them. They're the main ones really, because I've never really had that type of love before, and I really owe them for life, you know what I mean? So... That's so valuable. Do you think, you know, that I find that to be actually a rarity, like your story in regards to that. Do you think that social media is makes it really hard to cultivate these communities? You've obviously managed to do it. Why do you think that is? How do you think that you've managed this? Because a lot of people I speak to really struggle with this. Like struggle with meeting people online? Just having like positive connections and, and a positive online collective community, you know, like I, I do have it a little bit with Central Source. Obviously, I love the guys from Central Source and it's all positive and it's all love. But that took like four years to build, you know, to get to the point it's at now. And I don't have any other real community in that sense. I've found it really difficult. So, you know, what's been your experience? How have you managed to, to build like an actual real positive community on social media? Well, what I say is always be yourself because people can tell you when you're being genuine. Give them you. Don't worry about the music and all that. Give them you. Don't worry about your music, your poems. Give them you because you know what I mean? People are going to pe- give them you. People are going to support you, especially even if, you're ta- even if you're not talented or whatever. People are going to support you if you've been a great person. You know what I mean? So always do that. That's true, and we get that. We get that every time you put out stuff, and I think that that's why you'll continue to grow, you know. And with regards to just just to end on this, if you don't mind, like, what are you what are you foreseeing with the poetry and the music? What's uh, do you want to blow up? Do you want to just continue to grow slowly? Are you happy where you're at right now? Like, what what's your goal in this whole process? Um, my goal in this whole process, really, just be me. Whatever happens, happens. Just give people the best product and work my hardest. If I blow up, it's great. You know what I mean? You know, work hard. Like, I, I, I look at everybody wants to blow up. Everybody wants to be that man. But, you know, um, it shouldn't, numbers shouldn't define your art. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like that's a lot of the time wrong with people. Numbers should never tell you how great your art is. You know what I mean? Even if I stay the same, I'd be happy because I'm doing me. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I want to grow in all that because everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants to take that jump. Um, but all I say is that that shouldn't be all D.O.D.O. D. All. Like, um, one time Shre- um, Shrek knows rap. He told me um, you can't use numbers to um, to tell everything you're doing. Because it was like one day I dropped I dropped two back-to-back cold poems. Um, the For Your Eyes Only poem. Then I dropped the um, For Us Hill Drop poem. Like, this is when I really started understanding this. Like, I was kind of upset because... um. The poem did it did fantastic, by the way it did fantastic. But that um for your eyes only one it was just it just blew Twitter like it had so many interactions and all that um and then he just told me that you can't you can't take numbers to everything and that's when I really started understanding because regardless you can have one like one retweet but you change somebody's you help change somebody's perspective you help somebody's day because literally people have told me your poetry has made my day. And that's me more than anything, you know what I mean? So it's more than just numbers when you want to do that. Numbers, it it's good, but it don't it don't tell you everything. And I feel like everything has to be about analytics when it's not. Because there's people out here, it's something called casual. Like people are like, oh, it's cool, cool. And you have diehard people. I'd rather have 10,000 diehards 
than a million million casuals because I know when it comes down to I got 10,000 people whatever I do they're gonna love and support that's so well said man I'm I kind of want to leave it on that if you're okay with that because that is I think you've just distilled the whole thing down to the perfect the perfect way of saying it and I think you're a thousand percent right I can't even add anything to that is it is there anything else you want to say is there anything you want to promote is there anything anyone you want to shout out at the end here um definitely want to shout out my um my brother Jay you know always say I want to shout out Gastonia you know um Gastonia North Carolina grew up here um we do this here thank you for the um lessons and everything I've learned you know I'm always going to be fraternally grateful know what I mean um of course um got to shout out the homie Noah you know what I'm mean? got to shout out um Shrek got to shout out Ben of course I got to shout out hip hop numbers I got to shout out Revel I got to shout out um a lot of people that's really inspired me to be great I got to shout out my the homie Nash my of course I got to shout out um Dom Collins Zach the whole the whole the whole people that embraced me the most like that that group that group means so much to me got to shout out Val Noah, Boston, I, I just got to shout them all out, Sizzles, Zen, Jordan, it's just crazy what how much they really mean to me, shout out Wyatt, Cannon, Bryce, Michael, it's just insanity just for them to really stand behind me, and that means a lot, of course, my homies here, got to shout out my boy Jaden, Josh, Justin, got to shout them out too, that's family for life. Got to shout out, of course, my parents, you know, everything. I'm getting along with these shout outs. I promise we'll be done soon, you know. You're good, man. Keep going. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, it's just crazy. Shout out my brother Jack. He He's really opened my eyes, and he's made me so much of a better person. And forever, I will thank you. Regardless what we do with this, with this next thing, I will always be thankful for you, bro, because you are the most talented person I've ever met in my life. And I mean that more than anything. Got to shout out. It's just a lot. I can shout. Be here all day. Just base shout out everybody that has supported me. Everything you know, y'all mean more than anything. Cause y'all don't have to. Y'all don't have to peep my poems, music. But y'all choose to take time out of your day and time is money, and that means more than anything to me. Also, got to shout out my boys, Donnie and RJ. You know, I met them um when I went to Wingate for a bit, and they were family. You know, and I love them boys. Love boy Brendan too. It's just Damani too. He taught me a lot. That was like my OG. Like, I learned a lot from him, and I just, it's just been crazy, you know, um, just having all this support and all these good people, and one thing I've learned is that you may never talk to a person again, but what doesn't matter is how long the relationship matters, it matters what you learn from the relationship and how you carry it with your whole life, that's what I've learned, you know, so you might have a relationship that might last for a year, and you'll never see him again. But as long as you remember what that relationship taught you and everything, for the good or bad, you're going to keep winning in life. There's a lot of times you don't talk to people that nothing bad happened. They were great people. But that is just what life does. Sometimes you go on separate routes. And regardless what happens, you know what I mean, you always have love for each other. Because that person made you a better person. That person opened your eyes. And forever of that, all you guys, I'm going to be forever thankful for y'all. And I love you boys more than anything. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to transcribe this interview because like you just you've dropped so many gems like I'm I genuinely feel blessed to have had you on honestly like uh, thank, thank you. you so much and and I would love to have you back on in like six months twelve months time yeah definitely I'll be down I would I would love to have another chat because uh, I felt a little bit underprepared for this because I'm just like listening to you and the way you speak 
oh man i want to i want to yeah have another chat in like six or 12 months so good luck with uh with college and everything that's going on over there man thank you man thank you i hope that continues well and always always stay in contact you know send me everything and we'll just keep working together and uh just keep getting the poems out to the people yes sir yes sir yes sir my instagram and twitter is of course del nelson you know anytime you want to add me or anything to the people i'm always down to talk that's one thing about me i'm a i'm a normal cat if you dm me I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. One thing I also love doing is that if I see you like my poems, I love to talk to you. You know what I mean? So, because I'm no different. Like, I will, if there's 300 DMs open, I will thank them 300 people for thank you for liking my art, regardless if you followed or not, because you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to read my art. So, for them to do that, that means a lot to me. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Thank you. And, and that's I can vouch for that, man. That's that's very true. You've always been open with me. You've always had a chat to me. And then there's like people I know in my circle that you've talked to and you have conversations with. So that's 100% true. So, yeah, man, hit Dell up on Instagram and Twitter and follow him. And uh, there's plenty more to come. There's plenty more to come. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's an honor, man. Keep on, keep on being, being hip hop numbers. We need it. We the culture really needs you. I appreciate using your own platform to share positivity and everything. We really need that so much more than anything right now. Okay, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I right, have a good one. Thank you. All right, you too. Thank you. The beauty of independence is powered by Charlie Taylor's Fifth Element Podcast Network and Hip Hop Numbers. Links to everyone's socials can be found in the description. The Beauty of Independence also lives on Central Source in text form. The link will be in the description. As always, thank you for joining us and stay independent is better.